The following program is underwritten in part by World's Best Cat Litter. You love your cat, but you don't love the litter box mess. Switch to World's Best Cat Litter and get a cleaner litter box with less hassle and less litter. Find it at Target, Walmart, and in your local grocery and pet stores. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Have you done your uh, shopping yet? Looking down at the radio now. Oh, you haven't started yet? <laughs> That's okay, me neither. But I will tell you, the price of turtle doves up this year. This is important if you're thinking of uh, getting the turtle doves. Also, the, uh, let's see, what, the pear tree, the partridge in the pear tree down. I will give you all of the hmm. information coming up in just a few minutes right here on Animal is Radio. Is that because pears have gone down or partridges have gone down? You'll just have to wait <laughs> to find out right here on Animal Radio. It looks like Tippy Hedren, the amazing, incredible Tippy Hedren, will be joining us today. Uh, of course, actress from. Does she still have that big, like, cat sanctuary? Shambhala. Like, Shambhala. T- yes, she does. In ah. the elephant. Cool. It's, yeah, back in the canyons in California, Southern California. It's beautiful back there. Do you remember the birds? I, that's where I know her from. Is that, <laughs> that movie terrified me as a kid. Yeah. It was just, uh, yeah. Very impressionable. <laughs> she uh, well, and you know what? She uh, made an impression on her. That's why she has her sanctuary now. Uh, she realized how dangerous these animals are. Later, and uh, Alfred Hitchcock, you know, of course, was very influential in her life. She really uh, liked him in the beginning, and then grew to really despise him. We'll find out a little bit about that coming up in just a few minutes, right here. The birds, go ask your dad. <laughs> that was a long. That was nineteen. I remember six, it. Was it sixty something? It was black and white. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's been colorized. And you know, people like I talked to some kids at work the other day, and they're like, "What do you mean TV's black and white?" I'm like, "Yes, there was a time when there was no color, and it wasn't just some kind of thing you clicked on your phone to kind of be artsy really? artsy." You know, yeah. they they were totally dumbfounded that TV was in black and white. Yeah. And, and you, you know what? You only had a couple channels. You only had a couple channels, and of course, the only reason to have children was to get them to be the remote control. You know, to get up to change the channel. Yeah, That's, we always made the youngest yeah. in my family do it. Yeah, and the piece of cardboard you had to shove in the little dial to try to keep the channel. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's just in my and house. The coat hanger. The, the, coat hanger, yeah, the coat hanger rabbit ears. <laughs> the yeah. damn world. Uh, but that's okay. You know, the, the love for our animals extends beyond age. Just because we're old fogies doesn't mean you have to, you know, turn the dial right now because Tippy Hedren's on. She has a lot to teach us about animals and especially about the big animals, the exotic animals and the big cats she has around her place. We got to spend some time over there. Yes, we did. We've been out there to her facility, and she gave us a tour. It was just amazing. We we actually got to stay the night there, and mm-hmm. I remember hearing all of the animals late at night. Oh, and it, it, like I said, they're in the canyon, so they echo yeah. off the canyon walls when the lion would roar and the elephant would trumpet, and it was just... Wow. It, yeah, it, that's, it was wow. You see, I wonder how that affected Melanie Griffith. Because, of course, Melanie Griffith is Tippy's daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, of course, uh, isn't Melanie's daughter Dakota Johnson? Yes. So, so we're talking about three generations yes. of actresses mm-hmm. there that, uh, well, well, we'll talk to her in just a few minutes. I don't want to spoil everything, you know. <laughs> Uh, so she's right around the corner right here on Animal Radio. We're also going to take your calls if you have questions about your dog or cat. Toll free, one 405 8405 
I'm sorry, bird, flamingo, whatever animal you have. Dr. Debbie is very well-versed. She practices in Las Vegas. So that should tell you just how well-versed she is. She deals with all kinds of strange animals, both two- and four-legged. What are you working on over there, Lori? <laughs> I'll tell you about uh, a fashion makeover artist who is uh, turning his tricks towards animals for the holidays. And it's landed him on a magazine cover, too. This year, 52% of pet owners, or I like to say pet guardians, plan on buying Christmas or Hanukkah gifts for their pets. Now, that's up 43% from last year. More people are expected to buy gifts for their animals than last year, almost half more. Wow. Who doesn't want to buy their pets a gift, though? I mean, I'd rather give my dogs a gift than Aunt Susie, you know? And you see, you you fit the typical... Uh, upper end of Modi on this, 62% female respondents are more likely to uh, get their animals' gifts. The females mm-hmm. are more likely to do that. So, guys, let's show them off this year and get your, your dog or your cat or your iguana. At least hang a sock above the fireplace. For, put something in it. Docking. That's what, is a it? dog biscuit, yes. Hi, uh, Jay, how are you? I am doing just fine, sir. How are you? Very good. Have you done your shopping yet for your animals? I have not even begun the Oh. oh, good for you. Wait till that last <laughs> that minute. Just like me. <laughs> I'm not going to get home until after Christmas. Okay. So, uh, well, how can we help you? I have Dr. Debbie here, and she can answer almost any medical question. Well, oh. I, I hope so, uh, Dr. Debbie. I have a 10-year-old uh, uh, Yorkie, uh, he, although we think he's more of a sulky turner than a Yorkie. Uh, he uh, has a... Uh, well, I guess using Wadi's language, his, his tennis like, just hangs out. does not withdraw like it, uh, it used to. Hmm. Okay. And that's just a problem you're seeing now as he's older, or has that been going on on and off? Uh, pretty much on and off for the last, uh, last year. Uh, uh, I, I don't really think it's gravity or... <laughs> Okay, and and I'd say, I mean, we have to get a little graphic here. So this is like Dr. Ruth for animals, but, I mean, is can, he can having put an erection? An accent, please, like, a, is he having an uh, erection? Can I ask you if your, your dog is having an erection? Uh, he, um, he's, he's been fixed when he was a puppy. Uh, okay. So uh, there's, uh, we do have a uh, another uh, Yorkie uh, female, but... Uh, Okay, so that's out of the picture. That's not anywhere in here. So, you know, with a, a couple things come to mind um, for especially an older dog, and maybe um, one of the first things that I would look at if I had your little doggie in front of me is because he is a Yorkie, silky-type dog, we have a lot of hair. And um, one of the very common causes for a male dog to not be able to put their penis back into place would be that they can get hair caught around it. Ouch. Sounds horrible. But um, that would be something we can check very easily and very quickly with an exam. Um, if that happens, it's kind of an urgent problem. So you need to make sure that's addressed right away. So if we're not dealing with something like that, in an older pet, there's some things that I look at. And I would definitely look at our prostate. I would look at the possibility for a lower back problem or or some kind of neurologic problem. Because sometimes that tells us if uh, the the circuitry isn't working right, we can see problems with the penis not going back into place. 
Um, and then, you know, there's other things, infections and so forth. So um, I would really focus on those issues, get a good genitourinary checkup um, with your veterinarian, and that might mean getting a urine sample and might mean getting the glove on and checking out some of those deeper parts. Um, so, you know, cover his ears if, if he's listening right now. Cause I We're don't all turning red that. here in the studio. I'm glad this is radio. <laughs> I had to cover Hal's ears. Yes. How how you are turning ten shades of red there? I'm sorry about that. Here I'm just going to hide. Sorry about that, Jay. But really, I mean, this this can be a sign of something medically wrong that we would want to get addressed. So, and some of the other clues we might look for is if we are seeing problems with a back issue, we might see problems with uh, trouble getting up and down, maybe back uh, pain uh, when he's touched in the lower back area things of that nature. And it's not unheard of to, you know, even get some infections in the urinary tract. Um, so those kind of things we can treat. Um, so I would say first and foremost, and, and I know you probably all get tired of me saying this, but um, I would get him to your vet and get a good checkup here because there are some things we can definitely turn around and get on the improvement. And, uh, you know, if it's something simple like some hair issues, boy, you know, that's a quick fix, and that's a, a happy fella very quickly, so you can make him much more comfortable there. All right. I shall uh, get him in for a free checkup, then. I appreciate it. If you All righty. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jay. We, we appreciate you listening. This is Dr. Debbie. We're all waiting here for your call at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Laura. Hello. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from? Maryland. Well, I've got the good doctor here. How can we help you? Well, I didn't want to over-vaccinate my three-year-old huskies, um, but uh, I didn't know what you thought about rabies and whether we should do that all the time and because she also will sometimes um, get rodents or what have you to get in the yard. Mm, okay. Well, definitely. I, and I can understand the concerns. Everyone's, you know, we don't want to do too much to hurt our pets. So there's a good point with vaccinations and there's a concern level. At three years of age, if we have pets that are going outside, I, I guess I'm going to stick on the side of preventative medicine. And I think that vaccinations are going to be very important for your pets. All that being said, uh, there's other things that we want to deal with as well. Now, rabies vaccination is a very big concern, and rabies is a huge problem across the country. So it is not something that I would ever recommend somebody just opt out of because they were choosing to. There might be some medical conditions where we might say, ugh, maybe this might be dangerous for the pet, but uh, that's the rarity. Uh, for the average pet, rabies is a very big real concern. And in fact, there are stories all across the country of even puppies, kittens that come in and we find out have rabies, that they've been exposed to a wild animal, uh, an infected animal, and uh, sadly they're put to sleep. Um, it's a human health concern, so I really don't play around with rabies. Other vaccines are definitely important as well, um, but I'd say for what you're describing, if your dog is hunting critters that are coming into the yard, I would also want to make sure that we're doing regular 
deworming because there's a lot of these wild critters, rabbits, rodents, that can carry disease. Um, so we want to make sure we're treating regularly for intestinal parasites. Um, fortunately for most dogs, if we're giving a monthly heartworm preventative, um, many of those products actually take care of that kind of deworming as well. I mean, as far as, is there any other like health concern that they currently have that you're no. concerned oh, about not vaccination? None at all. I just didn't want to overdo anything. Yeah, I'd say make sure we keep those pets uh, healthy there, Laura, with the, the regular vaccination protocol and then the deworming. So, Thank you for your call today, 1-866-405-8405. We can't tell you why canine caviar is the only alkaline-based dog food, but we can tell you alkaline is proven to minimize the risk of renal failure and pancreatitis, reduce scratching, cellular degeneration, and disease keeping your furry friend youthful and healthy longer. And those are the reasons we can fit into this short commercial. But by visiting caninecaviar.com, you'll see exactly what we do to make a better food for your dog. Try the one and only alkaline dog food risk-free. Canine Caviar. I am the family dog, and it's that time of year again. The one where pet parents start looking for Fido-friendly hotels and destinations where Fido is welcome. Make no bones about it. Pets are part of the family, and we like to sniff out new places, too. And we hate to be turned away, especially when we're on our best behavior. So we won't be left out in the cold. Be sure to pick up a copy of Fido Friendly Magazine to find the best hotels and destinations where Fido is always welcome. Go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio, celebrating the connection with our pets. Have you done all your shopping for your pets yet? I've Judy, done you? all my shopping for everybody. Really? Yes. I'll be starting in about a week. <laughs> Come on. You have less than Even 10 days. Yeah. What's amazing is that not only have you done your shopping, but you have booked the show for the uh, the rest of the year. Today we are having Tippi Hedren, actress Tippi Hedren, or I should say animal activist. Yes, she is. She's a big animal activist. For, she, the, for the big kitties. Yeah, for the big kitties. She even has a bunch of big kitties. Oh, we've been out there to her house. It's her just preserve, awesome. Yeah. It is. Oh, you God. guys have been there? Yes. Oh, I've been in her bedroom with the lions. Okay, the, now that just the, sounds weird. Well, the, what do they call those? <laughs> the, the ligers or whatever with the lion, tiger. He's outside her window just chirping and purring. It's like, oh. Wow. Oh, it's amazing. She has a brand new book out. It's a, is it an autobiography? You read it? It is, yes. Yeah. It's an autobiography. Mm-hmm. And she'll be joining us uh, this weekend. Next weekend on Christmas Eve, Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader, it the says. Ralph there. Nader. The yes. Ralph Nader will yes. be joining us. And also uh, now uh, a big why, animal. Why, wait, why is Ralph Nader coming on the show? A great question. I'm glad somebody <laughs> asked that here. He actually has a brand new book. You know, he's he started a bunch of organizations uh, that have everything to do with uh, driving safer cars, eating healthier food, yeah. breathing better air, drinking cleaner water. Now he is working for the animals. He has a brand new book out. It's kind of like a uh, George Orwell's Animal Farm. It's where the the animals and the humans can communicate with each other. It is fiction, but it is very poignant. Doctor Doolittle, yeah, sort of like that. Charlotte's Web, exactly. There are so many like that. Uh, so Ralph Nader joining us on Christmas Eve. And then on uh, New Year's Eve, we have Joanne Worley. 
she will be back with us for her third. Am I going to say third? Yeah, yeah. Appearance? she's been on a few times. Yes. yes. Also a big animal oh. activist. She's uh, Tell anyone that joins us on Christmas Eve that they have to bring gifts. They have to bear gifts, okay? That's because, what Joey says. Know, we are working, yes, we are working on Christmas Eve, so we want gifts. And lots of baked goods. This is my gift, <laughs> doing this show. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, Lori, what are you working on over there in the newsroom for this hour? Uh, something really interesting. There's this new report out, and they examined more than two hundred thousand claims for um, pet insurance. Uh huh. So they examined all these pet insurance claims, and we find out from it what the typical claims are for cats, and what they are for dogs, and some of the most expensive claims, and and actually some, you know, actual dollar figures of what you can expect to pay if you don't have insurance for your pet. Yeah, I'm one of those people that I put money away in an account for my pet. I don't have insurance, but you know, you, either way, you got to have something for a rainy day. The cost of taking your animal to the vet now has become so prohibitive. And, because- and I'll tell you why that is, okay. the, why they say it is so expensive these days. They say, you want me to tell you now? Uh, sure. Well, is it going to? Yeah. Well, we don't want to get yeah. away. No, no, no. Really quick, because yeah. um, animals are now getting, you know, treatments and, and diagnostic uh, testing like we humans do. They're, you know, animals get MRI. Uh-huh. Yeah, they did. And then in all kinds of chemotherapy and different kinds of treatments that, you know, is expensive. They didn't have that 20 years ago. It would be crazy right. if you brought your animal in for an MRI or any kind of a, one of these yeah, procedures. They would laugh at you. Yes. <laughs> I, I do have some good news about the economy, and that is the price of the turtle doves has actually driven oh. up the cost of presents from the 12 days, but it stays, uh-huh. the whole list uh, stays about stable. The doves went from uh, 290 to 375 this year. That's wow. the biggest increase on the list. Uh, but some of the things, you know, stayed the same price or became cheaper, including the partridge in a pear tree. That's cheaper? Uh, that actually became cheaper this year. Wow. Yeah. The whole list is about $34,363. <laughs> That's up. How much? $34,363, up $233 wow. from last year. Besides the turtle doves, the uh, cost of the uh, 11 pipers piping and the 12 drummers drumming, both up 2.8%. And uh, Thomas Melcher, he's an investment officer at PNC Asset Management. He says the increasing wages of the drummers and the pipers could signal a march toward higher wages for a broader range. What about those maids of milking? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing about those (laughs) maids of milking. He wouldn't be surprised to see the increases for the maids of milking and the nine ladies (laughs) dancing, as well as the ten lords leaping either in 2017. So there you go. We're going to go to the phones in just a couple of seconds here. Joey, what are you working on for today's show? Well, you notice the Carly Simon song, You're So Vain. Yes. You should probably play that today because we're going to be talking about how to make your pet look younger how and to make more your, beautiful. Make your, wow, they can't get any more beautiful, Joey. You know that. Yeah, do people really no, care about because, if their pet looks yep, young? Yeah they, 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 yeah, they do. Believe it or not, it's... um. It's something I'm asked um, a lot. It's um, actually a thing. And, um, okay. Yeah, it's actually a thing. And, and it's from people who really love their pets. And, you know, they just want to preserve them, I think, to, you know, keep them, keep them looking young to make them feel good. They're not here long enough, you know? That's for sure. Yeah. Here, here. True dad. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A 
group of Mormon women from Australia are doing the darndest thing. They're knitting little sweaters for a small breed of penguins known as fairy penguins, who often get caught in the oil spills off the coast of Australia. The tiny doll-sized sweaters help keep the penguins warm during the rehabilitation process. They also keep the penguins from trying to clean themselves and ingesting the poisonous oil. Tourists flock to see the tiny penguins in their colorful sweaters as they parade around the Phillip Island Nature Preserve. The knitters, mostly between the ages of 50 and 80 years old, produce so many sweaters that they're now being sold in the gift shop on toy penguins, with the money being raised used to build a rehabilitation pool. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food, simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Red Barn canned food for cats and dogs is grain and gluten free. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Fear Free. Fear Free takes the pet out of petrified and puts the treat into treatment. To learn more and find a certified Fear Free veterinary professional near you, visit fearfreepets.com. I'm Lori Brooks. Hey, there's a new report out that says pet owners may shell out as much or more money for their pet's health care as they do for their own health care. And it's mostly because of pricing new technologies that are out there and some more advanced treatment options that we have these days. The report from Healthy Paws Pet Insurance crunched the numbers from 215,000 claims that were submitted by their customers during a one-year period. Well, the most common accidents and illnesses for dogs include stomach issues, and they say it's mostly or often from ingesting human foods that aren't good for dogs, like chocolate and other sweets. Also, other big problems for dogs include skin conditions, ear and eye infections, growths, as well as their removal, and chronic allergies and pain. And as the report shows, stomach and skin issues also affect a lot of cats, as do UTIs, or urinary tract infections, as well as cancer, kidney disease, eye and ear conditions, plus heart and respiratory problems for cats. Now, when it comes to actual dollars, the report found stomach ailments in pets can cost more than $6,000 to diagnose and treat. Growths and lumps can cost upwards of Fifteen grand because, you know, obviously sometimes they do involve cancer. Heart surgeries for dogs run as high as $20,000. And then the monthly medication bills after that can add up to more than $100 a month. The most expensive insurance claim, Healthy Paws, by the way, has seen for a dog, involved a three-year-old female French bulldog diagnosed with a degenerative spine disease. The final bill on that claim was $44,296. Wow. Now, the highest claim paid for a cat, it was just over $14,000 for a 10-year-old male cat that was diagnosed with liver cancer, which required a biopsy and surgery. 
There are thousands of American soldiers serving over in the Middle East. You know that. But many of them, did you know, find stray cats and dogs that become their pets. It's like their family. They create bonds, and often the pets will bond with entire groups of people or soldiers while they all chip in to care for the adopted pet. Well, now the pets hanging around military bases in the Middle East are being called pests by some of the local authorities who are now trapping them with plans of exterminating those strays, according to the group Guardians of Rescue. The soldiers wanting to save their beloved pets have reached out to the organization, which has since started collecting donations for their mission, starting off to rescue five pets of soldiers and groups who will be picked up over there in the Middle East and then flown back here to the States, where those two cats, one kitten, and two dogs will be waiting for their military (laughs) pet parents when they return from duty. Uh, television host and fashion guru, Clinton Kelly, who stars on ABC's The Chew, is once again celebrating the season of giving by generously matching gifts made to the same pet rescue from which he adopted his dog, Mary. This year, though, the gesture has landed Clinton Kelly on the cover of Women's Day magazine. Clinton also took the time to help make over several lucky dogs and cats from the rescue, and their transformations are also featured in the magazine as well. I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Fear Free. The veterinarian isn't typically thought of as your pet's favorite place to go. With Fear Free, that all changes. To learn more and find a certified Fear Free veterinary professional near you, visit FearFreePets.com. Hi, friends. This is Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian. As you know, going to the vet can be a traumatic experience for your pet, but it doesn't have to be that way. In fact, vet visits can be something your pet looks forward to. Introducing Fear Free. When your veterinarian is Fear Free certified, you will be assured your pet's vet visit is more free of fear, anxiety, and stress than ever before. Fear Free takes the pet out of petrified, and it puts the treat into treatment. To find a certified Fear Free veterinarian near you, go to fearfreepets.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at animalradio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It gives me great pleasure to bring to you Joey Volani, the dog father, on Animal Radio. Looking festive as ever, wearing one of those uh, Santa shirts. Or sweaters, yes, I'm sorry, sweaters. Yes, the, one of those real, you know, cheap um, Christmas sweaters. It doesn't look cheap. They're called but. ugly Christmas sweaters. What? It, I wasn't saying that your sweater was ugly. I think Lori will attest to that. I, I was actually complimenting. It's a nice sweater, isn't it? No, yeah. it's an ugly Christmas yeah. sweater. I mean, come on, any sweater that's red, that's red and green, <laughs> you know, you got to be a certain type of person to be able to pull it off, and it certainly isn't me. Yeah, with a little Rudolph with a light-up nose on it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, uh, so how are you doing? So I had somebody, and, and it's not just one person. A lot of people ask them this ask me this is how i can make their pet look younger by um you know grooming and 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 some other things so people actually so this, ask you how to make their animals look younger is what you're saying well I, yeah i guess it's no different than um you know i listen i'm pretty vain myself i'm thinking about getting that you know, cold sculpting done on my on my neck, and um, you know, and I know women, you know, try to get the wrinkles out. So I guess it's the same thing with their pets. So this is what you what you could do. First off, it's it's professional grooming that um that that needs to be done in this case. But you could direct your groomer 
more or less, and tell them what you want. If it's a dog that could have a haircut, now when I say that could have a haircut, because we have some breeds that really shouldn't, like short-haired breeds like Labs, German Shepherds, even though a lot of people get them trimmed, um, the haircut is not going to make them look any younger. But dogs that can be trimmed, if you keep them on the shorter side, they're going to look younger. It's going to give them more of that puppy look. Now, the best way I can explain it, because I was also had a lot of um, time in the music industry, as some artists got older um, and, you know, had long hair, um, they started looking really old, and then some of them would cut their hair back, and we would say, wow, you look 10 years younger. Well, it's basically the same thing. Um, you know, the, you, you keep it short, it'll look a little bit younger. The other thing you could do is you can do dyeing. Now, we've dyed muzzles. We've dyed complete dogs. I mean, you know what? If they're starting really? to gray, there's no reason why you can't dye them back to their natural color. I mean, it's, you know, we do it to us. Why not to our pet? And if it makes you happier and your dog looks younger and everyone's happy about it, because if you're happy, I know your pet's happy. But it's I'll a special hair color, right? Oh, yeah. No, definitely, definitely special hair color. Oh, it's um, okay. coloring that's um, pet friendly. Um, not that you couldn't use, believe me, I mean, in, in the old days, I mean, I would use just for men, right on their muzzle. Okay, Joey Villani looking for the eternal fountain of youth, and as soon as he finds it, he'll share it with you right here on Animal Radio. Look at Lori's mouth, it's, it's dropped to the, <laughs> to the ground. Her jaws slacked open. I don't even dye my own hair. Yeah. We've earned it. We've earned every gray hair. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I dye, pluck, moisturize, D-line, you know, I do all that to myself. Well, there's something uh, new for you. If your animal's looking old and you want them to look a little younger, dye their gray hair, according to Joey Volani, or just let them grow old gracefully. <laughs> Hello, Animal Radians. It's Robert Semro, your Pet World Insider, here with this week's Animal Radio List, Five Ways to Give Back to the Pet World. During the holiday season, it's important to remember that the season is really about giving. This season, I thought I'd share five ways that you can give back to the pet world. My first way is one that may seem obvious. Here's a perfect way to avoid three ghosts visiting you on Christmas Eve and to make a huge difference for those in need. That's right, cash or a gift card. A cash donation, especially to a local organization that operates on a small budget, can make a huge difference. It gives them much-needed funds and flexibility to continue their efforts. But cash certainly isn't the only thing that makes a difference, especially at this time of the year. One of the best things that you can give at this or any time of the year is your time. Like all organizations, rescue groups find themselves shorthanded at this time of the year because of holiday travel, events, and commitments. Volunteering your time helps fill in the holes that are desperately needed and greatly appreciated. From walking and playing with pets to cleaning cages and more, every minute you spend volunteering can have a profound impact for that rescue group. Wish list items are another great idea. Every organization out there has a wish list of much needed and appreciated items that help care for pets. From toys to treats to reams of paper and office equipment, the lists are usually posted on their website and easy to find and these days easy to fill. You can place an order at your favorite online shopping site and have it delivered directly to the rescue group. Donate your company's expertise. Whether it's construction skills, photography skills, accounting skills, or any other business, it's likely that it can benefit a rescue group. Think about becoming an evangelist for a cause or a group. That's right, you can be a loud voice for those without a voice or the time to express their voice. 
All of these groups need help with their efforts on social media, regular media, and at local events. It's overwhelming to try to find the time to promote, share, and reach people on all of these different media platforms. One bonus way I want to share with everyone is to consider fostering a pet for the holidays. Many organizations have a unique program that specifically places pets in homes during the holiday season. This gives the pets a warm home, even if it's just for the holidays. It's also a great way for the pets to socialize and work on their interaction skills as well. There are many more wonderful ways to give back to the pet world. As you're checking your list twice, make sure that you add a gift to a local rescue to that list. You'll be giving them something to change lives and save lives, and you'll likely receive even more in return. Share your holiday pet rescue gift-giving ideas on our Animal Radio Facebook page. All dogs should eat a pH-balanced alkaline diet. An alkaline diet reduces health risks and can also reduce scratching, shedding, and hot spots. So does this mean you need to check your dog's pH balance? No, because canine caviar has created the first and only alkaline dog food that is pH-balanced. It also has the highest metabolized calories. What does this mean? Your dog needs to eat less. Get a healthier dog and save money with Canine Caviar products. Find them at your local pet supply store or online at caninecaviar.com. Oh, what did he say? He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. It is toll free to Dr. Debbie. Hi, Diana. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. What's going on? Oh, I have a reindeer who has gotten extremely aggressive. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. But... Like a reindeer <laughs> chihuahua breed? A, a reindeer. Randifer tyrandus. Tyrandus, yeah. Caribou. Okay. Oh, <laughs> as a pet. Okay. Uh, well, actually, I have the largest herd of reindeer in California. So, yeah, they're my pets, but at Christmas time, they work. And this one's gotten very aggressive, and it's a female. I've had her for two years. She's never done this before. She has to go to work in a, about a week and a half, and she'll be gone for the whole season. <laughs> and at one point during the time she's out there, I actually have to get in an elevator with her. And the way she's behaving right now, I don't think that can happen. So anybody with any ideas... <laughs> So she's aggressive to you or or to other no, she's reindeer? Gone after, she's gone after two of my handlers. So far, she hasn't come after me, but she's gone after two of my handlers, and just without any warning, just suddenly, bam! Wow! I don't. Okay. wants to do and, this anymore? Yeah, I don't think so either. And, and is she is she in a breeding herd, or is she kept separate, or how is that? Um, no, I don't have a breeding permit, so she's not in a breeding herd. Okay. But it is, you know, you're right, it is the season of rut, so it may yeah. be hormones, but it hasn't happened before, which makes me worry. The season yeah. of what? What was that? It It's called the rut, or the rutting season, and it's basically the mating season. That's interesting they call it the rut. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know his antlers are going to drop soon, right? There we go. Yeah, yeah, no, so ignoring Hal here. I'm sorry, I can't get over it. Mrs. Claus is calling Animal Radio. 
So, you know, I guess part of that would be, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm digging deep here because I'm going to be honest here with you, Diana. I, my, my forte is definitely small animals. So I'm pulling out some data out of my uh, rotten brain cells from back in vet school here. Um, but even though she may not be bred, um, certainly she may be showing some aggression from just being in that hormonal season. And um, in, in the winter months, the reindeer, I don't know if you've experienced this, but some of the females are actually far more aggressive. And if they're in a breeding herd, they're going to be even heightened um, in their aggression. And that's just because they're, you know, protecting their developing offspring. I, I guess this is going to fall into a little bit more of like herd management, population management. Um, mm-hmm. As far as I don't know within the scope that she's behaving or that she's handled right now, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that um, her behavior is going to be very good for continuing that. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the, you may be already a, a member of the Reindeers Owner and Breeders Association. Um, yes, I am. Okay, because I do know that there are some resources with that group, um, with some folks across the country, and they might be, you know, a little bit more skilled at how to manage the population aspect of things. Um, but I, I got to say, gosh, you got to be careful there with the, the, your handlers. Well, yeah, I'm just getting beat up by the boys, but the girls, this is a total, totally out of character. Wow, so I just I'm, don't think of reindeer as being aggressive at all. I mean, uh, well, you know, when their hormones kick in, they don't have any control over who they are. Yeah. Here, you that about... They're more dangerous tiger, I think, than they're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and we say the, the men with hormones are, you know, they're equally as uh, dangerous and dumb. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amen to that one, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, I was thinking of putting, you know, for horses, they have stuff that's got valerian in it, that's like a feed-through type thing that I could mix with their pellets. And I wasn't sure if that would be something that would help her or not to level off a bit. You know, that might be a possibility. And, you know, some of the other things that I know for more topical or environmental treatment will be things like dilute lavender oil. You know, I don't know how much that might help with the hoof stock, but, you know, it it would certainly be worth something trying. I was thinking if I could get some of those yellow mushrooms of the red spots reindeer-like, I could get her drunk and she'd probably be in a better mood. Oh, my (laughs) God. She's counting down the days till the big day here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, oh. yeah, I'm I'm still working with her, but I'm not letting anyone else work in her. But I'm dreading the yellow ride with her, so that's the worst thing coming up. Once she gets where she's going, no one has to handle her, so she's strictly on display. But it's uh-huh. getting her in and out of the building and up and down the elevator that's a little bit unnerving to me right now oh. with her behavior. So hopefully we can get it done. Well, my best wishes go out to you there, Diane. I mean, heck, I have some great Danes that are hard to manage in the hospital. You know, getting a caribou into an uh-huh. elevator is going to be a challenge. <laughs> anyway, well, you guys have a Merry Christmas, okay? Yeah, you too. Hey, send us a picture. Will you send us a picture of your deer? Can you just, I sure will. I'd love to send it. send it to your voice at animalradio.com. Your voice at animalradio.com. We'd love to see that. We'll post that up at the website. And I've learned so much on the show today. I do. Thank you. From, from the listener. Take care of yourself. There you go. Mrs. Claus calling and uh, very upset because her deer are aggressive this year. The female. The female deer because they're in a rut, which is exactly what I call it. The rut. <laughs> Well, this healthy serving of Animal Radio is brought to you by the grain-free Red Barn Naturals canned food for dogs and cats. Always made in the USA with natural, functional ingredients to support your pet's optimal health. We love these guys. 
Thanks, Red Barn, for underwriting Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas with no fleas in your ears. We all love our dog toys. We all love our dog toys. We all love our dog toys. So bring one right here. If you're like me, you care about getting the most from your workouts, which means wearing the finest performance gear. You know, fabric that dries quickly and has superior moisture wicking properties. Fabric so soft and comfortable you could, well, curl up and sleep in it. Introducing Sheeks, spelled S-H-E-E-X, the world's first performance bedding line. Sheeks began when two former elite athletes and coaches had an aha moment, combining everything we love about quality performance fabric with everything we love about comfortable, irresistible bedding. Unlike traditional sheets that trap heat, sheets are breathable, so you aren't constantly waking up to throw off covers or out a blanket. So you sleep deeper, longer, and better. And sheets bedding looks as good as it feels. Colors and styles that can match any decor at a price that will pleasantly surprise you. And right now, you can try sheets for 30 nights risk-free. Just go to sleepcoolnow.com. Use promo code 1919 and get $40 off any sheet set. That's sleepcoolnow.com. Promo code 1919. Sleepcoolnow.com. 1919. Celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And this hour on Animal Radio, Tippy Hedren will be joining us. Actress, animal activist, Tippi Hedren. She also has her uh, preserve called Shambhala, where she has many, many big cats and elephants and other animals. Yes, she does. Some awesome. She's got like panthers and cougars. And just... Now, why is she on the show? She came out with her new book, autobiography, really? called Tippi. She talks about her early days when she was a model and then being discovered by Alfred Hitchcock and got the... Uh, job the acting job in birds and then how she went on and did roar and her foundation she's had a pretty fascinating life you might remember a few years ago there was a lot of legislation about exotic animals and Mm -hmm. not allowing us john does to have just any animals without any permits she was behind that she was really the influencer who pushed that legislation yeah trying to get rid of those cannabis hunts Yeah. yeah Dr. Debbie, you're in Las Vegas. Do you deal with any big cats? No, I really do not. <laughs> Biggest cats that I've, I've seen have probably been, um, we, we've seen some like little uh, uh, exotic cat crosses like uh, the Chaucie, which is a, a kind of a domestic cat and an African cat wild kind of cross. Um, but no, I, I really, uh, a classmate of mine in vet school actually uh, got attacked by a big cat when she was working at a local zoo. It kind of left an impression on me. So I, I have a healthy <laughs> respect mm. for big cats. And I, I, I really, I give a lot of credit to people that can work with them, but you have to know the facilities that you have to support that. Um, and I think that's a really important thing that, um, you know, facilities, knowledge, experience, and um, in being safe. Human safety is always number one. Well, I remember the big lesson that came out of Nevada there, in fact, Las Vegas, was Siegfried and Roy, these these guys who have dealt with big cats their whole life. And supposedly, 
uh, had trained them and had a good grip on them and, and didn't. So they can turn at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the important thing to realize is uh, these animals are wild animals. They may be trained as what we call them, um, trained to perform certain tasks of um, skills, but you know they they still are wild animals and they hold unpredictable natures. So mm-hmm. gotta respect that. I think about my cats; they're pretty unpredictable, and they. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've pissed my cat off not meaning to, and it turned on me. Yeah, can you imagine if they were much, much bigger? Yeah, no. Okay, so if you have a big cat, small cat, medium cat, or any animal of any sort that you need questions answered by Dr. Debbie, now is the time to call toll-free at 1-866-405-8405, and we'll go to the phones in just a couple of seconds. Lori, what are you working on for the bottom of this hour? Um, I'm going to tell you about a very, very interesting case. It's a murder case that is going to trial in which an animal may be a witness. Star witness. Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually this animal's the only witness. And dun dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> hi, Sylvia. How are you? Um, hi, I'm fine, thank you. Where are you today? I'm in Houston, Texas. Beautiful Houston. How can we help you? I have a golfing cockatoo, and uh, she's been chewing on her tail, on her well, her tail feathers and her wing feathers. And is she pulling any feathers out, or is she just chewing on them? She's just chewing them. The feathers are not co- not not coming out. Okay. And do the feathers look normal? Um, are they growing feathers, or what we call the immature feathers, or are they already fully uh, fully developed? They're fully developed. They they were fully developed, and about uh, you know I think she started about a month ago. Um, okay. And I noticed that you know I thought she was preening, and then um, you know I noticed that her feathers look a little, you know, different, a little ruffled and um, just just not normal, but she's been, she continues to do that. I don't know if it's um, a nutrition deficiency or if it's the time of the mm-hmm. year when they, uh, you know, that they're, I don't know if they're molting. Um, yeah, well, and birds definitely will molt throughout the year, and that, that process takes weeks, sometimes months, as they get new feathers that replace the old ones. So, and that's a continual cycle, so we should never, you know, really have a bald bird, um, because as those old ones fall out, the new ones will be growing in. Now, I'd have to say, Sylvia, that you've just raised one of the most daunting questions in all of avian veterinary medicine, because Feather picking and feather-related problems in birds are the most frustrating uh, one that we deal with. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that because it is a multifactorial problem. And you ask, you know, could this be something nutritional? Could it be behavioral or medical? And the answer is yes, all of the above. And that's what makes it so challenging is that sometimes it can be something medical, such as an infection, allergies, mites, Sometimes it can be something like a nutritional shortcoming. Um, it can also be behavioral in that, um, you know, cage birds, they're beautiful, but out in the wild, they do a lot of bird things. And that is that that occupies their time and their mind. And in a caged indoor setting, we kind of make it simple. We put this little thing of food in front of them and we, we talk to them, we play with them, but we've eliminated a good part of their day that's spent being a bird and doing what we call foraging. So some of these things are very 
uh, I would never say easy, but some of them can be straightforward. The first thing I would recommend is you do need to find a good avian veterinarian in your area that's comfortable with things because there's some basic tests that we would start with. Um, some of them are related to the feather themselves, where we look at the feather under a microscope, take samples from the skin, and even do lab work. So all of that being said, there's an extensive history we go through if we're trying to help figure out if there's a behavioral-related problem. But some simple things that I would say is one thing that you can do is to try to make enhance your bird's um, uh, environment, and that can also help to decrease boredom and some of the feather-picking-related behaviors. So to do that, you basically have to think how a wild bird would act and eat, and I would offer some foraging opportunities for her. And that would be uh, putting food on the floor, hiding it in uh, little pieces of newspaper, and sometimes we'll even make like wood perches and drill holes and stick their food in there so that they get the opportunity to really think and work, kind of like a toddler, you know, like putting blocks together. So we want birds to think about food that way. And then that helps to take some of their time and their efforts off of picking themselves. That may help you, but I think really you're going to need to see a good avian veterinarian and really get a little bit of some baseline ideas if we have something medical we need to try in addition to that. So I know that's not a lot of an answer, but uh, it's the honest truth. Yes, I was already thinking about, you know, uh, taking her, taking her to, a, to a veterinarian, So, but I just wanted to, to just get some input from you. Sure, yeah. And I'd say that, you know, um, depending on diet-wise, as far as if she's on seed or pellet or uh, home-cooked foods, you know, there's a lot we can get into that I probably can't cover all of the time limits where Hal gives me that that look, where he gives me the thumb, you know, like, (laughs) come on, speed it up, get off the phone. (laughs) But uh, there's definitely a lot of opportunity that we can help your bird. Um, uh, But I'd say let's get you in the right channels and uh, see if we can help your baby. Thanks for your call, Sylvia. 1-866-405-8405. We have Pinky on the phone. Hey, Pinky, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? I love that name. How'd you get that name? Um, actually, the day I was born, my grandmother gave it to me because I was soaking. And I'm 61 and I still have the name. <laughs> well, I love it. Well, I have Dr. Debbie right here for you. What's going on with your animal? Well, I have a 14-year-old border collie. And she's had... She has bad genes, as she's a um, a puppy male dog, and okay. so I've been I've had problems all all of her life. But I got her when she was about a year old. Right now, um, the problem is I'm just want to find out what the best amount of exercise would be for her. She does have hip dysplasia, and she does have advanced um, arthritis. She does get a lot of care. She goes monthly and gets acupuncture and she gets chiropractic care and she's on um, Chinese herbs and also like glucosamine products and has been since she was about four. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, what I'm wondering about is if how much exercise she should get. Okay, Basically. great question. I mean, and you sound like you've, you're tapping into a lot of different uh, modalities to help control pain and how to keep her mobile in her senior years there. So that's that's wonderful. And it, it, the hard thing is that this is a difficult question to answer for every pet as a blanket statement. And my response normally is the amount of exercise we want for a senior pet with arthritis depends on their existing muscle tone and strength and um, also what they can 
can tolerate already. So for instance, my 13 and a half year old dog, we usually get out for walks almost every day. Um, and that's something that has helped to maintain some muscle mass. If we have a pet that has lost a lot of muscle tone because they can't move their legs as well and they're arthritic and painful, they're not going to have the stamina to withstand to um, more um, lengthy exercise. So for some senior pets of that age, you know, I might just say, hey, just take them to the corner and uh, of the block and, t- and bring them home. And, and the ways that we determine how much is enough and not too much is really on how well the pet is tolerating it during the activity. So for walking, it's a weight-bearing activity. So, um, you know, weight management is always somewhere in that therapy for dealing with arthritis and how to manage that. So um, we want to just make sure that when we're coming back and returning from our exercise that we're not lagging, we're not dragging feet, and we're not um, breathing excessively um, hard. If we're seeing any of that, then we need to cut things back in the activity. And uh, in, in my guideline of 30 minutes is, you know, for some old dogs, that is more than enough. And some others, 10 minutes might be more than enough. Now, swimming, warmer months of the year, swimming is fabulous. And an older pet, as long as we do this with supervision, they can help to maintain good muscle tone by doing regular swimming activity. And I'm much more apt to get a pet in a water treadmill um, during the cold months um, if you have that opportunity at a, a pet um, a rehabilitation facility or uh, some pools actually have that for pets in their uh, daycare facilities and such. Um, so that might be something else that you can do to help maintain that muscle muscle tone without putting a lot of stress on those joints that are you know, already achy and having some problems. Thank you very much. one 405 You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one 405 8405 Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. Hi, it's Washing Machine. It's about, oh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting! Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It is Animal Radio celebrating the connection with our pets toll-free. The number is 1-866-405-8405 to reach out to Dr. Debbie or to dog father Joey Villani. Okay. I'll call you. I'll call you back. And uh, we're supposed to be speaking to Tippy Hedrick. What's the deal? She's in the shower. She's in the shower. Yes. You called Tippy in the shower. Yes, I did. I interrupted her shower. You know, isn't that the way to make the phone rings? You get in Psycho. the shower. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and she answered in the shower. She did answer in the shower. <laughs> I told her I'd let her, you know, dry off. Dry, yes. Wash the soap off and dry off. I'll call her back in a few minutes. Tippy Hedrick. Actress, animal activist, Tippi Hedren will be joining us in just a few minutes. Next week for Christmas Eve, Ralph Nader will be joining us. And for New Year's Eve, Joanne Worley, actress and animal activist, Joanne Worley. So we have quite a end of the year for you. And in just a few minutes, we're going to do a check of the news. What are you working on over there, Lori? Well, there's a great new list out. Uh, Camp Bowwell blog uh, put it out on some of the signs of stress that you need to be looking out for. Uh, in your dog. 
because uh, there are some weird things that dogs do that indicate they're anxious or fearful. So we'll share those with you and then tell you how you can comfort your dog during this, you know, anxiety-prone time of year. Yeah, this is the time of year where all the relatives come in the house, people come in and out of the house that they don't know and lots of them, and it just makes them Mm -hmm. very uptight. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully we can gleam some tips from you for Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog, who gets very nervous this time of year. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of this time of year, if you're looking for something for your pets, your dog or cat or your pet loving human friends, uh, we have this list that we've been continuing from the last three weeks. Yes, this, this is, is the this end. This is the, the end. end. This is the end. And we're going to have giveaways yes, today. Look at all the stuff I have over here on my desk. And Isn't this is all awesome? stuff for you. Yes. So get ready to dial 1-866-405-8405 to pick up on these goodies here. What do we have? What are we going to start with today? I'm going to start with Zook's treats zook's treats yeah you know when i get a treat from zook i know it's going to be good i know it's not going to be junk i know it's going to be something healthy for my dog if i see it in the store i can just pick it right out and i don't have to read the back to mm-hmm. worry about whether it's going to be a healthy treat or not i have and you know they're going to eat it yeah yes. they love it and my dog is yeah. finicky so i have two flavors i have a chicken with spiced apple and the other is mm. turkey and pumpkin and these are kind of like a fall one halloween because they're shaped like little ghosts so they're really cute they make great stocking stuffers and like all of zook's treats they're free from preservatives and allergens and no wheat they're just good ingredients and good for your dog so you know you can't go wrong when you do zook's treats you know they're made in the usa and a lot of people can say they're made in the usa but are they sourced in the usa too yes they absolutely are and in fact they're a little company out of durango colorado and i appreciate that because right now there's probably like three or four major companies like mars and the nestle's Mm. That run all the treats and all the foods, and uh, they source from the same places. And they're, I would not feed my animals those. This is great. Are we going to give some away? We're going to we give are. these away. We're the going to give these away. Turkey and pumpkin recipe, mini natural ghosts. Uh, the mini natural, oh, they're both ghosts. They're both ghosts. Oh, yes. okay. Oh, this is the chicken and spiced apple recipe. Yeah. I bet you a ladybug would like some of those she, too. She loves it. If you want to pick up on that right now. Call us toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. And don't forget everything we have on our lists over at animalradio.pet. What else do we have? Next, we have from Isle of Dogs. Now, they're known for their grooming products, but they also have some natural treats. I've got a box here of daily essentials that will clean their teeth and freshen their breath, and it's gluten-free. Is it a, is it a food? No, it's a treat. It's a dog treat. It's 100% natural. And also, along with the treats, I have some shampoo and conditioner. Now, you know, when you try to buy it in the store, you want to, you know, when for yourself, you look for a, a two-in-one. This is a combination shampoo and conditioner. It smells mm. great. It's made with sugar cane and has a grapefruit fragrance. It's soap-free. It's great for your dog's skin. And they have also have... A, an odor neutralizing brush spray. Now, this is for in between baths. You can just kind of spritz them up. It's got coconut oil. It's great for their coat. And, you know, you don't want to, you can damage their hair when you brush them if it's dry. So you just kind of spritz their coat with this. Brush it through. They'll smell wonderful. Their skin won't be so dry during can the Can we winter. smell it over here? Yeah. yeah, it's great stuff. So this is from Isle of Ooh. Dogs. Mm, is that pretty good, huh? That would save me yeah, so much nice. time bathing my big girl because oh. it can take like an hour and a half to bathe. Her we were just saying dry. how simple Ladybug is at 10 minutes in and 10 minutes It doesn't, even take, doesn't uh, even take that. It's had 10 minutes. I came home from the beach and I put her in the sink, washed her up and towel dried her and it took like four minutes. But when you have a big dog, you know, it could take a, a long furry time. furry dog. Yeah. 
This stuff, oh, it smells wonderful. Well, that'll save time. Oh. And again, all of this is made in the USA with USA-sourced ingredients. If you'd like to pick up on the Daily Essentials Kit that we're talking about, toll-free at one 405 and, uh, of course, as I mentioned... Well, you know what? Those yes. are so much better because I was out shopping over the weekend. Gosh, where was it? Oh, you know, I was in Walmart, uh, and I swear, I, Dr. Debbie, I thought of you walking down, you know, on those end, the end cap aisles where they kind of showcase everything. Uh-huh. They had these rawhide bones that had to be almost maybe two feet long. Huge. Wow. Oh I mean, and I'm thinking, and I, I truly, I wanted to like write a sign and say, please don't buy these for your dog. Now, I have to admit that I have bought those huge ones just kind of for the photo op. Yeah, just for the photo op. <laughs> just just yeah. to kind of put it in front of my little 16-pound dog to have this huge bone and just the, just the humor of it because uh, there's no way he'd get through that thing. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Bring an animal home for the holidays. Give yourself a new best friend. Bring an animal home for the holidays. You'll thank yourself in the end. Bring an animal home for the holidays. Save a fellow spirit from strife. Bring an animal home for the holidays. And keep it for the rest of its life. Every year, guys open their holiday presents. And you hear, no, really, I love it. That's because finding the perfect gift for guys is really hard. This holiday season, impress the guys on your list with Harry's. Sets include the finely crafted razors Harry's is known for, plus Harry's shaving cream, extra blades, and more. Gifts start at just 10 bucks. So head over to harrys.com to get him the gift he'll truly love. Use the code 9090 when you check out, and you'll even get $5 off your purchase. That's harrys.com, code 9090. Happy holidays to all of you. This is Jack Wagner sending you my best for the Yuletide season. Take care. Happy holidays, my friends. This is John Lithgow, hoping the season brings you closer to the people you love. Hi, everybody. This is Adam Sandler, and I hope you're enjoying the Hanukkah season. Happy holidays. I'm Quincy Jones, wishing you all the best in the coming year. Hi, I'm Ted Danson. Happy holidays to you. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Fear Free. Fear Free takes the pet out of petrified and puts the treat into treatment. To learn more and find a certified Fear Free veterinary professional near you, visit FearFreePets.com. I'm Lori Brooks. The holidays can be so stressful for everyone. 
but you know that right now, don't you? And it can also be very stressful for our pets. Think about it. You know, while some dogs enjoy the increase in activity and all the new experiences that come with the holidays and meeting new people, there are lots of furry other ones that are not such big fans of change and all that chaos that can come with it. That is why it is so important for us to be able to recognize signs of stress in our pets and then that you remove them from dangerous situations immediately and help them relax. Because dogs do have their own ways of, of letting you know, hey, mom or dad, I am freaking out here. You know, come rescue me. So the blog Camp Bow Wow has a list of some signs of stress in dogs and they say to look for these things. Lip licking and yawning will likely be one of your earlier cues, and both are indicators of stress. Now, if a dog is being hugged and tugged on and then begins to lick its lips and, and yawn, those are warning signs, a clear indicator that your dog is becoming anxious. Hmm. Wide eyes and showing the whites of their eyes. Uh, both indicate that a dog is stressed out, and often dogs with that expression will avoid eye contact with you, the pet parent, as well. Be sure to look for raised hackles. Uh, and the reason that's so important is because for a dog, when it, you know, that hair in the middle of its back stands up, that is an involuntary response in dogs. So that means that it is not comfortable. It's likely nervous and tense in that environment. Check for stiff wagging tails. That's another sign. A dog that is experiencing stress and, and may be ready to bite will wag its tail in a kind of stiff manner. The tail is pointed high and then moves back and forth quickly. And if a dog is literally shaking, cowering, or tucking its tail between its hind legs, that is also an indication that uh, tells you that your dog is fearful at that time. So what do you do? How do you comfort dogs that are showing these signs of stress? First of all, ahead of time, provide a safe space. So set up a crate in a separate room, set them up a bed, or even in another quiet escape part of the house where the dog can lie down and not be bothered. It is important to ensure also, instruct everyone, those around the pet, to leave it alone when it goes off to its safe space. And uh, then remove your dog from stressful situations entirely. If you witness any of the behavior that we just talked about, put them in that safe space that you have already prepared for them ahead of time. You can also exercise the dog before a gathering or chaotic times like parties and opening gifts with children. That will help them to, to tire and to relax more easily, maybe sleep through it. Or try a calming aid like um, slow-paced, maybe classical music. But, you know, the light classical, if you get it on your cable channels. Uh, natural calming sprays are also available. Thunder shirts work for many. And uh, pet rescue remedies can also help take the edge off. Court proceedings, I have to tell you, Joey, I, I thought about you when I saw this story. These proceedings are underway in uh, Nuego County, Michigan, where a preliminary hearing has just been held for a woman accused of murdering her husband and... Their parrot is the only apparent witness. Police say the couple's pet, an African gray parrot, witnessed the shooting and began repeating words from the victim just moments before his death. And, and this parrot has since been recorded saying, don't blanking shoot. 
And then the bird will mimic the... He doesn't say blanking. He puts the expletive in there. Yeah, sure, sure. And then the bird mimics words of an argument between a male and a female. And since this is the only witness, and they are known to be such, you know, intelligent birds, the prosecutor in the case has said, if need be, he will use the parrot as a witness. Huh. Well, hold on. What made you think of me because of the bird part or because of the dog father Italian part? That's that's what I'm asking. No, I I thought of you because you have Gurney. Yeah, but does Gurney talk? Yeah, does Gurney talk? I think she does, doesn't she? No, Gurney don't say, Gurney just screams. Could you imagine if she repeated the things that you say? Oh, my gosh. Oh, God, scream. no, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't have the cleanest mouth in the world, usually. So she just mimics your screams. I think she screams because she listens to me. It's like, enough, enough, <laughs> just scream. She's a cockatoo, right? Cockatoos can speak, but they're not like one of the birds, like African greys, that it just fluently comes out. She, you know, she'll do anything else except, I mean, you probably, she'll probably ride a bike if you gave it to her. <laughs> I'm Lori Brooks. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Fear Free. The veterinarian isn't typically thought of as your pet's favorite place to go. With Fear Free, that all changes. To learn more and find a certified Fear Free veterinary professional near you, visit FearFreePets.com. Hi, friends. This is Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian. As you know, going to the vet can be a traumatic experience for your pet, but it doesn't have to be that way. In fact, vet visits can be something your pet looks forward to. Introducing Fear Free. When your veterinarian is Fear Free certified, you'll be assured your pet's vet visit is more free of fear, anxiety, and stress than ever before. Fear Free takes the pet out of petrified, and it puts the treat into treatment. To find a certified Fear Free veterinarian near you, go to fearfreepets.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at animalradio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It is Animal Radio, and it was about 2003 when we got the honor to drive the Animal Radio broadcast vehicle onto Shambhala, which is a preserve run and started by Tippy Hedren. And we spent the night there listening to the lions and, and looking at the big cats and really starting to understand the plight of the big cats. And uh, we welcome back for her probably third or fourth appearance, Tippy Hedren. Hi, Tippy. How are you doing? Uh, doing splendid. Are you on a speakerphone? Uh, well, yes. Would you rather I not be? I, yeah. You sound so much closer if you're not. Okay. Is that better? <laughs> that is so much, much better. better. Okay. How are you doing? It's been such a long time. We got yes, yes. You have a brand new book out called Tippy. It's an autobiography. Yes, I do. And I assume it tells all the story about Shambhala. Well, it does, and a couple of other stories as well. Well, now, <laughs> most of us, when we think of Tippy Hedren, we think of uh, the birds and the Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> yes. flick. And it's not the only thing we think of. That's the first thing we think of. Yes. And uh, your relationship with Alfred Hitchcock was rocky at best at the end? Oh, well, you know what? I'd never let it get too rocky. I'm a smart girl, and um, my parents taught me how to be smart. And uh, so I never let myself get in too deep. The relationship with Alfred Hitchcock never got uh, too too terrifying or too awful. And uh, you know, it was uh, I wrote about it in in the book, and so you'll have to just read the book. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the movie Roar 
<laughs> was a was a big changing point for you. Oh you, yeah. You had uh, several big cats on the set. What happened? Um, well, uh, we had a lot of big cats. Uh, you know, we, we did a movie called Roar, and in doing so, we uh, we we were going to use Hollywood acting animals. And uh, when the trainers of those um, cats read the script, they said, "I don't have enough animals to to do this movie. You 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 know, yeah, I think you better get your own." And uh, so, well, that's a romantic notion, uh, but that is what we did. And uh, at one point, we had, oh, gosh, close to, well, 70-some well, animals that we had acquired to do the movie. Wow. And uh, lion, tiger, leopard, mountain lion, all kinds of animals, and they were all rescues. And, um, you know, this, this became a, a real endeavor for us because uh, all the, and it, it, it our nine-month shoot took it took five years, and it became much more than than a movie. It became a, a real issue, as far as I was concerned. All of a sudden, why were all of these animals being born to become somebody's pet? And it was a huge business. And um, it still is. Uh, well, not as much as it used to be. Thank goodness. I mean, people are becoming a great deal wiser. I mean, these are apex predators, top of the food chain. One of four of the most dangerous animals in the world, and people are getting smarter. What was it, two weeks ago, Lori, you reported on uh, Lady uh, Trish Meyer was her name, who has three tigers in her house, and she's actually in trouble for child endangerment. She'd let the... Uh, yeah, the, the yeah. animals roamed free in Vegas. Yes. Well, that was in Texas, and then they moved Texas. to Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's got to stop that, <laughs> and that's the it, that is insanity because they are dangerous, and you never know when those instincts are going to kick in. And uh, you know, it's a romantic notion. That's what it is. Does that have anything to do with why you started Shambhala and the Roar Foundation? Oh, sure it is. Sure it is. Absolutely, that is why it how, that is how it all happened. And uh, we uh, we advocate absolutely do not purchase these adorable darling little lion and tiger cubs to be um, running around your house because they they totally have the capabilities of hurting you very badly and they grow up to be four or five hundred pounds. You know how can you possibly manage that in your home, or how do you have the space in your backyard to have this as a pet? Well, even some of these animals that you work with for years, they, you know, you weren't safe with them on the movie. There were some no, accidents, weren't there? Absolutely not. No, you will never hear me say they're a good pet. We're with Tippy Hedren, actress, animal activist Tippy Hedren. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll find out what it's like to live in and around big cats. This is Animal Radio. People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Red Barn canned food for cats and dogs is grain and gluten-free. Hi friends, this is Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian. As you know, going to the vet can be a traumatic experience for your pet, but it doesn't have to be that way. In fact, vet visits can be something your pet looks forward to. Introducing Fear Free. 
When your veterinarian is fear-free certified, you'll be assured your pet's vet visit is more free of fear, anxiety, and stress than ever before. Fear-free takes the pet out of petrified, and it puts the treat into treatment. To find a certified fear-free veterinarian near you, go to fearfreepets.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at animalradio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's Animal Radio, and we are with actress, animal activist, Tippy Hedren. So the animals that are at Shambhala... They're they- all behind a fence, and nobody has is, uh, it goes in with them. Nobody has hands-on with them. Nothing. Where did, where did they come from? Uh, they're all born in the United States to be sold as a pet. Oh. And how many of them were in the movie? Uh, oh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know. It goes uh, up into, you know, probably 100. Wow. Wow. How, how many animals do you have there now? Um, about 40. And uh, how do you fund paying for them? You just uh, It's all um, um, donation. Okay. We're a 501c3. We're, uh, I formed the Roar Foundation, uh, which is a 501c3, so that it, it's a, uh, all donation, including my own. Are you still receiving animals? Uh, yeah, but not as not like we used to. Fortunately, people are getting smarter. Well, I commend you. You you tried to push legislation through, and some successful. Oh, I was successful as yes. well. Yes, but you you received threats on your life when you did that. I did, yeah, because it was going to um, um, you know um, make life difficult for a few people who wanted to uh, to um, have these animals as a, a way to make money. You know, it's a nasty business. Well, you are the matriarch of an entertainment family, to, to <laughs> an amazing entertainment family, Melanie Griffith. Was she uh, exposed to the animals at all? Uh, yeah, of course she was, because she's my daughter, and uh, she was, and she she was involved when we were first involved with the the the, uh, the, the cubs, and uh, she uh, she grew up with them as did we. That must have been strange growing up with big cats like that. Uh, yeah, and it was dangerous, but we learned very quickly and uh, learned that they are not pets, and uh, we learned that you uh, not smart to be involved with them. Well, it's so great to hear from you again. I encourage listeners to go out and pick up the book. It's called Tippy. It is the autobiography, and I'm so glad this came out. i w- I got to say, I was a little surprised when I saw it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I... I didn't, uh, I, I, I just didn't expect it, I guess, is what I was thinking. Well, it's a page turner. I, I picked it up and oh, thank you. I read right through it. It was very fascinating. Oh, thank you so much. I must say I enjoyed writing it. I have had an, an unusual life and, uh, I hope, uh, I hope the readers will enjoy reading it as much as I've enjoyed or been scared to death or whatever living it. Um, and I have had an unusual life, I must say. And I've taken advantage of every door that opened for me. <laughs> and you've opened some yourself. Yes, I have. In fact, I, you know, when I, when I wrote the, the book, I, uh, I considered calling it, uh, the open door because there, there are, you know, all of us have doors that are open to us. And, um, maybe someday I will write a book called, the open door. You know, sometimes the door, you, you open a door and you look through it and you say, 
oh, that looks interesting, or you open the door and you say, "Uh uh-uh, not going through that one, (laughs) if you're smart. Let's go ahead and give away 10 copies right now of Tippy toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. If you're not lucky enough to get on through, please check it out on Amazon or go to your local bookstore, pick it up. It's Tippy, of course, written by Tippy Hedren. Did you have any ghostwriters on this? Uh, no, not a ghostwriter. I had someone uh, help me put it together because I'm not I'm not a writer per per se. So I had um, Lindsay Harris uh, um, Harrison is her name, and uh, she helped me put it together because there there's a way to put a book together. You know, um, I told all the stories, but she did it. Um, she helped me put it together chapter wise and uh, all that sort of thing. Judy has been engaged by it. You can't get her attention when she has had your book. <laughs> well, I oh, finished thank it. You. I already... That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm delighted to hear you say that. A lot of people have said it. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for joining us today. And let's do it again. And let's not okay. wait so long again. Okay. Well, let's not. No. And I'm, I'm glad you feel that way about the book. I, I, I must say I've had an incredible life. And um, if I were to do it over, I probably would do it the same way. I want to encourage everybody to try to visit Shambhala and go out there for the tour and the education, and it's a fantastic place. Oh, thank you. I, I You know, I live here. I live here, and uh, so many people have said, Tippy, why don't you, don't you miss living in the city? And I said, miss what? <laughs> I've got this magnificent place. I look out at, at, at lions and tigers. I hear them roar and talk to each other and... And uh, it's the most beautiful place in the world. It is. We'll put links over at the website for people that want to visit it. It's in Acton, California. So if you live in the L.A. area or around there, it's actually not far out of drive. And, of course, the website. uh, We'll put all that information over at our website at animalradio.com. Tippy, thank you so much. Well, thank you for calling. Thanks so much. I look forward to seeing all of you. Maybe not all at one time. Okay. Okay. Bye now. Bye-bye. Well, it's time for us to get on out of here and do our holiday shopping. Oh, you've done yours already? (laughs) We're just starting here at Animal Radio. Remember, you can find all those gifts that we were talking about earlier over at AnimalRadio.pet. And in fact, if you need your fix anytime during the week, AnimalRadio.pet's the place. You can also download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. And next week, Ralph Nader will be joining us on Christmas Eve. Hopefully, you'll be with us, too. And then the following week... On New Year's Eve, Joanne Worley. So we we hope you'll be here for the next few weeks and forever, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We we feel real lonely if you don't show up. Have yourself a great week. Happy holidays. Bye. Holidays. This is Animal Radio Network.